The winemakers are up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. I'm Brent Peterson. Each week on the podcast, we visit a different foodie city and explore the cuisine that makes that place special, whether it be custard tarts in Lisbon, mango beer in Mumbai, or lizard curry in Guatemala. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. From the birthplace of modern winemaking, Sonoma, California, welcome to the winemakers. Local experts Sam Katuri, Bart Hansen, and Brian Casey, along with host John Myers, invite you to listen in as they discuss all facets of winemaking. So sit back, pour yourself a glass, and let's hear what the guys have to say this week. Truck driving man. Commander Cody. <laughs> yeah, Commander Cody. How you doing, buddy? Rest in, in peace, brother. Hey, everybody. Thank you for the chorus, John. Welcome. Come on, John. Because of that cup of coffee. Cup of coffee, baby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the winemakers. We are partying this morning. It's it's harvest. It's a good time so of year. It's so. a slight lull today. The only day this week that I'm not bringing fruit in, I think. You have been out at everything. It's great. It's uh, It has to be really a positive experience going out to every pick and, and being there. Well, it's it's so much better than last year, John. Right, <laughs> exactly. It's just like <laughs> uh, leaps and bounds. Uh, the word that is in my mind that keeps coming is is joy. That's what I'm putting in my, it's the theme of my of my wine, you know, the Phil Semi release is this is joy like there's joy in the vineyard and you know we didn't feel that found it later but didn't feel that last harvest last year at, at well, harvest yeah i mean it was um there was there was literally a cloud over our heads the entire last harvest literally like the, yeah. yeah you know and um literally uh, yeah and figuratively. and figuratively um yeah it's definitely been in our under our roof where we're at uh, very positive and you know everybody's excited about the fruit um, it's been busy. I mean, we, until I pressed yesterday, we were like full, like Jamie had all his tanks full. Steve had basically all of his stuff full. And if both their stuff was full meant that all my stuff was full. <laughs> um, and so, um, uh, yeah, so, but, but a little lull and right back at it. So. I talked to uh, Roger Randall last night and again this morning, and he has Sandwich a couple of questions in terms uh, of, what is going on in terms of shortages this year? And Sam, you and I had a chance to talk about just a little bit. He's bringing up glass and, of course, transportation, which everybody is hurting from. But Not enough of those truck-driving truck driving men. Truck-driving men out there. <laughs> Commander Cody. God, down to seeds and stems again blues, right? The saddest song I know, John. I, yeah, I can remember that. It's been there many times, but not at the moment. It's harvest. It's, it's been a while. Uh, the shortage one that is is catching up with everybody right affecting now, affecting you personally, affecting me personally, uh, is is paper. And the paper can't get to where the paper needs to be, uh, or if it's label not enough paper? of it, label paper is uh, the paper printing, city- printing paper in general. I think it is everybody, but you know, obviously, personally affected me and my shiners of rosé that you see on the table Gosh. in front of you that I'd really like to release as soon as I fucking could. Um, is uh, it, I like shiners. Is it um, tough yeah. to sell? <laughs> Can you write a label that small? You can't, not, <laughs> not legal to sell. I could take our old, you know, labels and 
Sharpie them out, and I don't think that's illegal either. Um, is it the 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 is it production issues or is it stuck on the water somewhere issues? I think it's or both. I think it's both. I think well, it's both. I mean, I think that you know, with like one one beget the other, right? Some so much of our paper comes from the Midwest. Um, Wisconsin is just loaded with paper plants, and and they've had trouble getting trains in and out of there just right. to truck the stuff out. And of course, you have to have lumber to get it in and make paper so it's a, they should be using hemp at this point for paper so well, it's a whole other show <laughs> um but i know i think that a lot of the label paper i know that the stuff that i was hoping to sort of like upgrade to um i think comes from italy which means nice. you know it's probably sitting on a ship somewhere off the coast of some port somewhere on the eastern seaboard I don't know where that stuff comes in on the East Coast. It'd be like Long Beach in yeah. California, right? Yeah. But right. Uh, just sitting there, you know, 40 Jersey deep. ports. Jersey ports, yeah. probably. Yeah. Jersey, Philly, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, probably Jersey. Um, so, so, paper. Well, what is uh, it? So, there's, there's, what's so special about it? That's one that it. sort of like caught up with me that I didn't expect. What's special about the paper? Yeah. Uh, the texture. I mean, it's really about the texture. Yeah. Um, Sort of the weight of the paper, the texture of the paper, and then um, and then like how it green. holds up. Also, yeah. you know, um, you want yeah. I mean, yours is like mine. It does have a texture to it, which feels nice yeah. in in your fingers. And um, and then how that label holds up. Also, does it scuff? You know, does it? You know, how how it deals with shipping and um, uh, and handling. Well, you were saying you'd like to upgrade your paper too. Well, no, what I was saying is that. And and Margo, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't I didn't doing this um, publicly, not privately. But the last couple of times I've had um, labels printed, uh, they seem to be showing wear quicker, and that's so that's where I'm coming from. It and I just wonder is it is it the label company changed papers? Do you have right? a coded or, or inks or or inks or something, yeah. and it's just not wearing as well? Yeah. So um, it's just something that I need to be aware of. You know, I mean, um, you know, it's just like typos. I always find typos <laughs> on my labels. Ah. Oh, yeah. Saying? They're not yeah. supposed to be. There's the spelling of Mavedra on there. <laughs> oh, <Oops>. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> not supposed to get on the label. It's not supposed to get printed. Well, you know what? And the worst thing about it is, is they send it to you and... Um, these proofs. These proofs. That you're supposed to like look at and find everything that's wrong. And then send and them back. 19 of them and they all look the same and your eyes start bleeding. Right. And then, and then the next thing you know... Mavedra spelled wrong. Well, and then the other thing that happens is that you know you you yourself go well. I'll just take all the pertinent information off last year's information, right? Right. And 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 reproduce it and change the vintage or you know make one change here or there. But if you had a mistake on your old file and you transport it to your new file, yeah. and then the, the proof comes and you go, well, I I know it's the same as last year, so it's right. good. But at least there's consistency in that. <laughs> right? You just on brand. I spelled Mavedra the same way wrong for the last three years. Um, no, the, this one, this is the 2018 Ottolini homage. And I think that um, my focus was on making sure I spelled Ottolini right. Right. You know, spell the client's name right. And uh, forget about the varietal. Sam, a shiner. And it's beautiful rosé. Okay, Sam, so you got two different rosés. So two two rosés. Sam had to add another rosé to his portfolio. Well, we didn't make the kosher rosé, so I had uh, in in 20, so I had to. (laughs) 
It's just the pear I tasted the other day. This is the pear you tasted the other day, John. So, Man. so this is um, knock me out. The cool things that can happen from fucked up vintages like 2020. You know, we weren't sure what we should do with the Grenaches that we had in 2020. So this is um, essentially wow, equal parts steel plow, Rossi, and Oakville Ranch. We made 150 cases of it, and basically like a ton from each property. And pressed it really lightly. Uh, this one. Yeah. So, it's so beautiful. technically, according to the federal government, this is um, North Coast Grenache Rosé. Um, mm. in, in, in my in my uh, in my writing about it, I call it the Sonoma Oakville. I could have called it Oakville Sonoma, but I'm a little petty. Um, <laughs> Sonoma. Why not the Sonoma Oakville <laughs> Grenache Rosé. Um, and this is, you know, this is the kind of thing that literally could have never happened. So are you charging more year. for this than the other one? Or line price them? Uh, the same. The, well, the other one, well, when you talk about the other one, what the other one is, you'll understand why it's the same price. Okay. Um, and the other one... Well, they're very distinct. Oh, well, uh, yeah. The big difference in them, but I got to say, this first one I loved immediately. And, you know... I drank as much as I could of that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Sonoma. Oakville. Cheers. Oh, we've got everybody Special guest. Here. Special yeah. guest. Tanner Wally walking into the tent. New, new newly Alice. found winemaker. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he has to wear a bib now or something? I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Alice is here, and I saw a, a curry around. hanging around and messing around. It's all good. Alice got my favorite painting that yeah. uh, Stanley Mouse did. Joan loved this architecture, the, the, the out the uh, landscape. landscape. Yeah. It was, she's in love with it, and and Alice, Alice got Alice it. Yeah, it. she swooped it. Sorry, Joan. You are on. No, I'm, yeah, oh, you're yeah. On. You're yeah. Live. Oh, I'm live. Yeah. Yep. It was it was uh, you, one of your partners. Big the Tanner Wally just stepped up to the microphone. Uh, Stephanie's uh, big birthday party. Last night, uh, we got there and left in a fair amount of time for parents with grandparents at home babysitting. Uh, you didn't have those sorts of constraints. I, I, I did, and maybe it slowed you down a little this morning. I, I think it slowed everybody <laughs> down this morning. No, most everybody. I mean, you're you're you don't look you're great. Bright oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you look fabulous, but you. I mean, I actually would prefer to hear that. I would. I would. I don't need any, you know, pleasantries. Just no, no. It was no. I'm. I'm. I'm totally with it. I. I just uh, had my first cup of coffee, which is unlike me for it being what time now? So almost uh, noon. Almost noon. Yeah. Um, but that was a good time. How How are you guys doing? What's What's shaking? Bart, I haven't seen you in a minute. I know. I know. Um, uh, we're good. We're yeah. good, man. It's harvest. I know. I mean, uh, and it looks good. We were just going over that. You know, actually, we were talking um, about uh, uh, labels and glass and supplies mm. issues. Shortages. Anything that you guys are, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you run into, like, restaurant business, things that you can't get or, mm. like, hard to track down, more expensive than you expect them to be? I, I think that just general supplies, there's been a delay in um, just arrival deliveries and what have you. Um there's just been some long delays on soap and right. just, you know, bare necessities. Right. Um, uh, but overall, I haven't noticed too much. I mean, it, you know, thankfully, a lot of our produce and our um, product that we serve to guests comes 
comes yeah. from directly from the area. So I mean, there was that issue of well, you had the problem, Sam. Is that uh, glasses for tasting rooms? There was a big wait. On, well, on there was wine a big glasses. Th- there was a big wait for us too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I am. Shout out to Donna Joyner, who either has totally hooked us up or totally um, put one over on me. I, I've like stocked up on our tasting room glasses and supposedly have pre-orders in for large amounts as soon as the next ship, next container lands. And kind of like in the situation being you get what you get um, and hope hope it's enough. And if somebody else needs it, you know, Cayman has the same ones. and Right. She she told me that came and blew him off. So maybe when Robert's out of glasses, I'll sell him some of mine. You know, a little disaster. How many Crisis of these pricing. have you gone through? How many do you really go through? Because these break. You know, they don't. I broke them all. Yeah, we, we don't. Right we, we don't break a ton. A couple, but you know, we use them a lot. So it's a, it's just a numbers thing. We break. You know, it's probably a couple a week that get broken, uh, either by guests or by us cleaning them. Um, polishing with polish. great and by us, by, it's the royal us it's, yeah. it means Jasmine Paul and Jerry <laughs> I haven't cleaned the glass in a long time otherwise we'd break a lot more um, and you know what? also just like they get kind of dingy after a while no matter what you do to them um, they, well you always look up and you're looking at these and you're serving you know you're right. shining them before you serve them and make sure they're clean and so, and some of them just like no matter what you yeah, do, you can't clean can't them anymore. Them. So then those get retired or sent to you know my house or I think maybe they, Jasmine has a good collection of really dirty sixteen six hundred tasting room glasses. I've got a lot of glasses at home that just have a little chip Ching. in the bottom, yeah, right? Totally. So how's the restaurant going? Oh, we should actually should we properly introduce we should, our, so. our walk up uh, Hail return Mary, guest, return guest Tanner Wally of Valley Bar and Bottle. Uh, you got some some press recently yeah it's been it's been well it's been the restaurant's been going well um you know we're we're really grateful um i i know we're all grateful for this from a business owner perspective that uh there hasn't been and i don't want to jinx anything there hasn't been any real smoke um issues as of late because of course we're still in the throes of covid and outdoor seating is preferred so we're very grateful that there hasn't been any major smoke threats um we did get did receive a little michelin nod which was great last week um bib gourmand bib gourmand which nice nice yeah which is you know i'd heard of before but i'm obviously super honored we're all super honored and um i think it's it's something along the lines of having good food at a good price is more or less what it means yeah um and um so it's it's been good we've been busy and i'm count our blessings every day considering what this town and this country and everybody's kind of going through so so far so good where are you tomorrow's a new day um we are just down first street um 487 first street west uh the old uh, harvest moon space oh okay in, um, cool in the adobe in the, in cool. the least fitch adobe um yeah, so I'm very the old Steiners. The old Steiners. The old old Steiners. The old Steiners. The shout out to if Steiners is if you go if you go into yeah if you go into the new Steiners and by new it's been there for twenty years I think right it's um, right there are photos and no, probably more than that I think I think it was 1999 or I, maybe I'm off. Uh, so, I mean that sounds all right. Are the same guys still at the bar, in just in a different yeah, spot? Pretty much. I mean. um, but if <laughs> you go in there and you and if you're if you're looking at let's see the West West Wall, 
Um, there's there's photos of of our where our bar is at now, but then of course where the, the Demarest moved moved things. But right, now right. we put the bar back unknowingly back to where it was in, in the Steiner's space, right. which is cool. You guys are just hop skipping away from. Each shots of Jaeger. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Heineken, <laughs> little, Heineken, can Heineken. We have, can we have little wooden coins that are good for one free Absolute drink tokens? at, val- yeah. at Valley Bar yeah. and Bottle? Totally. Uh, I, got. Uh, I got Valley, 21 of those at my, yeah. to Steiner's on my 21st birthday. Valley Bucks. <laughs> um, Valley Bucks. If we had those, Sam, you would you would be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we love you for it. Well, we love you for all the reasons, but... A lot of reasons to love Sam. Yeah, I really. Could you not? It's How a good you thing. I, you know, I only had like two or three stretches in the last three weeks where I had like multiple meals in a row at Valley Modern <laughs> Bottles. It's only because they serve breakfast now. That's true. Right. Well, starting, starting at eleven. Brunch, but also worth mentioning, we will be uh, no confirmed, no firm date, I should say, but I believe the end of October, early November, we will be moving to full day. Uh, service. Oh, really? You, you so. know, the first time you were on, you talked about um, being able to walk up to the coffee bar and having a coffee bar going, or even outside the window, outside mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, obviously, it's been a year and a half. A year and a half, and and longer than that, right? Almost right. Two years. But but uh, so that's awesome. The open day, be able to come in, and I that's saw Sam posted a picture of the best cup of coffee in Sonoma. <clears throat> well, and I got I got some shit from. There. Well, I I personally think <laughs> so, but I but I have to personally think so. But no, I I do. Um, but well, uh, your wife made that cup of coffee, so you. My wife made so. that cup of coffee <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, we we will be shout going into Feldman. yeah. Shout out to Lauren Feldman. Uh, thank you, Lauren for that cup of coffee for Sam and for my cups of coffee that make me. Um, we are, we are going to move to a, um, a full day service, a coffee service at the bar um, and pastries, um, pastries and just uh, little snacks. And then, you know, to be determined, but, but then eventually transitioning ap- afternoon into sandwiches um, uh, and then probably like cocktail or like happy hour. Coffee at snacks. four. Yeah. Coffee at four. Um, s- just some snacks in between awesome. that and, and then going into dinner, full dinner. Awesome. Shows. When so we we'll were see. tourists, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, we'd, we'd stop at Sunflower, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Joan had to have a cup of coffee. And we'd been drinking wine all day anyway. It's all good. And we just, you know, that was a habit. And, and it continues now. So oh, yeah. I think we'll we need to going. need to come over sure. to your place now. That 4 o'clock, clop, uh, four o'clock cup of coffee. Could it's necessary. solve a lot of problems in my life. Right. It could. <laughs> Maybe cause some too, but yeah. Man, I, I have been drinking the rest of the Kona like crazy. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, I just, you know, when we were traveling to Hawaii, I was doing a lot of diving there and uh, just got into the Kona. It was, I love that stuff, man. Just something about the flavor for me. Oh, yeah. They do a good job over there, I gotta say. They do. Um, are you uh, speaking of? Are you are you any traveling anytime soon? Going to Hawaii or anything? Or? Uh, uh, North uh, no South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina for Thanksgiving is the only thing we have on the docket. I, I you know I gotta get back on the road, and you know I know I feel like a lot of winemakers are sort of um, easing into this thing of getting back on the road, selling wine and doing events and stuff. It's just you know every time you kind of put your foot in that. Tip, you know, dip your foot in that water or something starts to nibble back at you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. So it's almost time. It it's is. Almost, it's, it's, almost it's, it's getting there. It really is. Hopefully. The, mar- the markets need you, Sam. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, it's mutual. <laughs> it's, 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 
Well, so go ahead. I was going to ask, tell us about your wine. I know you've been like sticking your hands in some vats up there in Sebastopol. <laughs> what do you got going on? Um, we so the the last two years, um, uh, we've been making uh, what we call Leilube. It's a val. It's a valley label um, that we were generously given some fruit from some friends in Carneros um, to make a pet nat. Last year, the ferments took off so quick and. Um, we we had to do some some ma- do some magic to make it happen. We still have a few cases left, but this year we were uh, gifted even more fruit from some from some friends in town. So we've got um, well, I should say we have the Leilube will be um, a co ferment of um, of uh, Petit Syrah, Tempranillo, and Zinfandel. Um, I don't know if Phil planted that. It's it's the 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 Tempranillo and the Zinfandels over on Afalomita. Oh, the, that you're talking about that's like on your way up to Hansel. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's great. It's beautiful who, who fruit. It's beautiful. It's always possible. But um, and then, um, and then we're making a, a, a Shenan right. from from Green Valley, yep. which is which beautiful fruit. Beautiful. Which part, you, you, you are you've got some shout Shenan out from to Solana County. Solana yeah. County. Shout I out mean, to Joel Burt. Gorgeous. Shout yeah. out. To, so that's what I was going to say. So Joel Burt. Uh, of Los Harris wines was able to find that fruit for us, and and if, uh, Joel Burt, I should say, and if no, Joel Burt is uh, overseeing um, uh, the winemaking, and he's been, uh, I mean, incredibly uh, generous and sweet with his time and efforts to help us kind of craft what we're looking for with both the red and the white. Is his Chenin Blanc or is your Chenin Blanc um, still fermenting? You know, I this has been the longest stretch. I haven't been up to the winery. Okay. Um, I, I I think it's I think it's pretty dry. I think it's pretty, pretty much dry. dry. Yeah. Um, the reds the reds dry. We just pressed yeah. in uh, last week. God, cool. What day is it? Um, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's a podcast people listen to whenever yeah, they want. Exactly. During That's harvest, true. every day is Tuesday. Today. Yeah, exactly. Every day is Tuesday. <laughs> During harvest, because if it wasn't, then that means you would have had, you know, the day before would have been Monday. Exactly. Which meant that yeah. Sunday you had a day off. Exactly. Well, speak for yourself. Well, though. right. Yeah. Or you're in the restaurant business. That's true. It's so, it's it's Saturday for you. Yeah, it no, is. No, no, is it Sunday for it's you? It's Sunday for me. Mm. But um, just to just to finish the quick wine thing because I got to plug it. Um, we will. We are. <laughs> We are legally uh, allowed to sell our wine uh, at Valley, um, wow. and so we we will have it available. And we got a ton of each um, of the red and the white, so you know we'll have we'll have a decent amount to move through. Yeah, um, and you have a wine club. We have a wine club, which is there. The wine club. We have a wine club at uh, Valley. Um, it's a three bottle monthly or six bottle quarterly. Um, it is growing, and we are so thankful and uh, grateful for everybody who supported it. Um, you know, we're, we're we're making some changes to it that are still TBD, but um, yeah. So come by and sign up for the club. It's, it's eighty five dollars a month or one seventy a quarter. Thank you. Man, I'm laughing at the menu because <clears throat> you have uh, my wife's favorite breakfast which is the soft boiled egg with feta and herbs and pickled beets and yogurt and olives it's like exactly the valley exactly breakfast exactly the valley breakfast it's like she, a mediterranean style kind of turkish slash like you know oh she's so into that cold, it's, it's a cold really it's a cold breakfast it's delicious i'll come for the uh something else also <laughs> hey melon and you know what are the on dinner what are these peppers you're serving on dinner the uh, let's see the Jimmy Nardellos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those are like a, a sweet, uh, not spicy, large red pepper that are nearing the end of the season here, um, but they add a nice kind of bright sweetness to the um, to the chicken and the 
and the um, acidity of the of the yogurt that's on the dish. It's it's really and really Romano nice. beans the sounds great. Dinners at va- I mean, breakfast is awesome. Brunch is awesome. Dinner I, name drop because why not? And and shout out to to Steph and Emma in the kitchen. Uh, we went. On Friday night with uh, wine writer Antonio Galoni, and who just kept praising everything. I've never seen him take food photos before. He took a picture of everything that <laughs> hasn't posted him anywhere, but he took a picture of everything. Um, and he's like, "Oh, Sam," because I did all the ordering. You know, Valley, you walk up and you order at the at the table in the dining room, basically. And he's like, "Oh, how did how did you just know what to order?" And I literally just ordered everything on the menu. <laughs> it's like it's you know it's small menu changes all the time. You just order everything, and um and it was like a it was a no miss meal. So great, yeah, I'm happy it's, to it's hear. Been, it. I mean, uh, Steph are um, you know, obviously I'm biased, but are just genius uh, what they do, and they 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 complement each other so well. So, awesome. they, yeah, they're great. They're really great. You got to come on by. Yeah. It sounds like it. Absolutely. Text Tanner if you need a table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and he'll can tell you who to, he, you should text. Yeah, and then I'll him. tell you who to text after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, um, these rosés, uh, both yes. yeah. very different. Ta- talk so, to, talk yeah. to so the second one, the second one is, uh, is 100% Mavedra from Rossi Ranch. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Very delicious. Yeah, so uh, that's the which is that's the 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 pinker the, one. The uh, you know homage up and all the pinker one. Yeah, the, the pinker one, a little darker color. Yeah, there is uh, a very slight difference, yeah. but there is a difference for sure. Um, and you know the the Grenache is totally like the go anywhere, do anything. The 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 Mavedra, um wow. probably is you know needs a meal. Yeah. Um, so the, the know, second one you poured is the Mervedra that I'm 100% Mervedra. That's when you got in your glass mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. The bouquet off the first one was incredible. Just, yeah. I mean, and it's even better than the Mervedra. For me, yeah, for my the Mervedra, you know, I think um, like A, everything from the Rossi Ranch and B, everything Mervedra, um, you know, this was bottled in May. Probably needs probably is gonna do well with you know six eight months. I was say, it's, it's hefty. Yum. It's, yeah. it's there's like a this it's kind of savory on the finish. Mm-hmm. It's got some got some muscle on yeah. the finish for sure. It can Good brunch wine. Brunch wine. Great brunch wine. <laughs> yeah, great brunch wine. <laughs> at Valley. At Valley. Why not? No, no, no. Don't br- buy a bottle of wine at Valley and then come to sixteen six hundred and have sixteen six hundred wine. You have a Rossi Mavedra based blend. We do. Yeah, we do. Uh, which I, I've told Sam that like, look, I love I love your wines. Obviously, um, but if they can walk 200 yards down the road <laughs> yeah. and buy buy into the wines, then what are you asking? I would love oh. something that's <laughs> not as that readily one. available at the tasting. Oh, you already tasted that one, so taste oh, that I should go that one first. Yeah. Confusion, confusion, confusion on everyone. Yeah. Well, congrats on these. Now, Isabel did one or both, both. of the, both, both of these. Isabel Gassier. Have you? So speaking of winemakers and consulting winemakers um how how's it going mr winemaker yourself uh like you have added responsibility this yeah I'm, harvest i'm tired my, my joints hurt um it's hard standing it's hard. on a concrete floor waiting for someone to watching do work. other people do work um no you know it's it's been it's been fun um you know, being a little, uh, I've always been involved, but definitely with a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, responsibility on it. You know, I, I um, 
got lots of love for like the hardcore traveling winemakers. You know, I had a, I had a right. the, you know, our Grenache Rosé pick, one of our first picks. I literally like got out of bed, made a cup of coffee, walked my dog to the pick and was still early, right? And, like it, just sort of like how blessed and easy that is compared to these people who are like spending this entire month on the road and the 3,000, 5,000 miles or whatever that right. that Jen Reichart and Sarah Morgenstern put on their, their truck. It's just like, right. it's, it's crazy. You know, the farthest pick away that we have is Oakville Ranch and I've, right. you know, so it's, um, I mean, I, it's from that standpoint, it's, it's, it's hasn't been that bad. Yeah. When I decided to do this, you know, it was like, I'm, I'm just going to make grapes from here in the valley. And it was like, well, why? And I said, because that's all I have time for. Yeah, like, like I, I can't get out of my house for more than a couple hours at a time without yeah. being hauled back in. <laughs> What's the where's the furthest fruit that you? The, the that Shannon you're... is actually from from well, the past Shannons have been from Mendocino, so that's an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, um, Green Valley. Uh, it's less than an hour away. It's actually pretty convenient. It is, and and it's really amazing back there. Like. You're driving through Highway 80, you know, uh, at, uh, what's that called? The the causeway there, you know, the... Yeah, the sand, well, the, the sand not, well, it's the end yeah. of the sand pop. Yeah, well, anyway, right there at Highway 12 and Highway yeah, 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not then, Carmichael, what is that, um, that little interchange yeah. called? Yeah, I can't remember. It's but, a funky little but, area. Right yeah, there. but it's all industrial, it's truck stops, it's, you know, there's a miniature golf place, and then you turn... You turn left again and you go up this valley and you think you're back in Sonoma or Napa counties, right? It's all, um, it's oak tr- forest land. Um, I didn't expect that. I, I didn't, didn't expect it at all. When I went, when I drove up there, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like, you know, Delta sand bottom soils. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's and the cool. grapes have been there for a while. Yeah. So Speaking of industrial, did you see that um, Amazon directly applied for... A huge, huge facility. Again, not exactly right. in Shellville, but I think more down off of Eighth Street somewhere. Um, um, well, they had that one. Somebody built one, but they're not letting them right. go in but, there. But then, but then they just asked for one somewhere over That's off it. of Highway 80, I think. In Fairfield. Okay. Well, and then also maybe Santa Rosa, Windsor Airport. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. It was up at the airport. Yeah, up at the yeah. airport. Yeah. And you know what? Quite makes, frankly, makes, makes perfect more, sense. Yeah, a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, you know, pull out a bunch of uh, Russian River Chardonnay and put in a warehouse. <laughs> Man. Shots fired. On the other hand, I got to tell you, 37, it's so ridiculous. Uh, it's just, I mean... How and why have they let that go? I just can't. It's the classic California kick, kick highway building maze of of you know life, and the same thing happened in 101 in in Santa Rosa. It like takes ten years to add a new lane, and then by the time you have the new lane added, you need, it's, another, you need another lane. Yeah, you exactly. Need five it's not enough. Minutes, yeah. um, you can exactly. tell harvest is here. The fruit flies. <laughs> oh man, and the moths—the oak tree moths—are out now. Flies, the fruit flies. It's unreal. It's craziness. Bart, what did you bring here today? So I have for my fall release. All um, right, that's what we're sort of going subtly that's in doing to, drop-ins, yeah. fall release wines. Fall release wines and self-promotional. I, Sam episode. and I are Sam and I are trying to beat each other with our letters out. I'm gonna as soon as we're done with this, I'm hitting go. But have a couple but the other thing is is that. We're realizing that how many people were behind, 
also. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sending out. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly right. I'm sending out uh, 2018 Zinfandel from Los Shamazol. Um, great. Thank this you. Great. Yeah. It's. Um, you know, th- this, these two wines are the tale of two wines, right? One of them is all about the vineyard and not having to do much at all as far as a winemaker. Like, literally, like, crush the grapes, let them ferment, press them, let them sit in barrels. And then the other wine needed a lot of winemaking to get it into the bottle. But you have a way with sin anyway. Well, thank you. you. Really the, you know, I, I mean, it's... Um, it's always evolving, and I, th- I'm. Th- this is quite frankly the mo- my favorite wine I've made so far in my career. Is this 2018 Zin? Roger Randall uh, wondered if you had all your pick dates so far. Um, my, I'm done with Zin. What so, else are you waiting for? Um, some Cabernet. And I think that's a, the pick date um, there. This uh, must be Phil Fond. At right? times, yeah. I'm, I'm searching for a source, Tanner, that you know speaks to me. Um, uh, <laughs> I talk and to then, you all the time. Right. What do you, yeah, what do you like, need? Um, but um, we we're no, waiting on. We have no communication issues. <laughs> um, we're um, take our shit out on live on podcast. <laughs> and then we're waiting for uh, Grenache and Mouvedre from the Rossi Ranch, and uh, and I'm very excited about those wines. And actually, the 2018 Rossi Grenache, which we released uh, what in the summer or in the spring, um, is another truly favorite wine but um beautiful anyway, stuff my friend. that's what we're sending out letters on its way look for mine sometime, just before sam sometime b- before this podcast drops you should, if you haven't gotten it yet oh yeah just call bart just just call email call mountain cabernet at gmail.com right and for all complaints or, or text tanner or all yeah. and for all complaints sonoma uh, it's five no, five five it's no it's joel, joel at once in future wines. <laughs> uh somebody's ringing all right sam so beep, what do you got beep. going out with phil sent me uh so it's the six main wines uh, so the two rosés because who doesn't do two rosés in their fall wine club release? It's uh, really nice. And then uh, two 17s, uh, 2017 Val Rossi homage, which is uh, like 65% Mavedra and 35%, or 65% Grenache, 35% Mavedra. Um, we were going to do two picks of Rossi in 17. One was that blend, so no Syrah, and then we were going to pick the rest later and then between when we picked it and later was the fire so um so we only made about 150 cases of 17 rossi um and then to go with that we're sending back out the 17 steel plow homage which was you know also picked like the day before the fire cold soak in well sort of warm soak in magical suspension not fermenting at uh reprieve for 10 days uh, but, you know while the vineyard was behind uh, evacuation lines right. um and then uh, and then, and then, final the final blend by Combi. So that was our first like Combi touched wine. Um, and then uh, eighteen Dos Limones Zinfandel, mm. kind of always a, a fan favorite. favorite. And then, What's, uh, where's that at again? That's uh, Sober Vista Road. Um, you know the big white church on Arnold Drive, St. Uh-huh. Andrew's Church, uh-huh. up up above that, about cool. five hundred feet elevation, right on the right on the border between the Sonoma Valley and Sonoma Mountain AVA, uh, and it's the first vineyard fill farmed organically right on. going back to cool. 79 right on. um and then 2018 moon mountain uh simon's cabernet sauvignon 
No, you said Phil Combi, right? Uh, for the 17 steel plow. Okay. Yeah. What touches did he bring, now that you've had a chance to relax and taste, what did he bring to it? Um, the way that he blends things to make sure there are no holes. Um, and and to make sure it's like the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, to fill in all the holes. To fill in all the holes. On it, on it. Uh, you know, so you have experience with the wine from the moment you put your nose in the glass to long after you swallow the last, you know, that that last little drop that's in your mouth. Um, and and interesting his, way to look. Yeah, at and it, his, that's you know. Um, and sometimes you know vintages have holes, and sometimes vineyards have holes. Um, varieties can have holes. Grenache is sort of notorious for that, um, and and the way that Combi sort of sees a blend, um, you know, and, and it's it's not always about highlighting that sort of black licorice flavor of Grenache that is sort of his you know greatest signature. Um, if it's not there in the vintage, it's not there. But um, that's sort of part two is finding those darker. Um, you know, herbal flavors of Grenache. I, it was a great program. I mean, genius doing this. It was really I, it worked out well, man. Seriously, it's, you know, it's coming together. <laughs> I always think, um, to your point exactly. Um, my one of my old mentors back in New York would always say, like, the, the what you know, filling the holes. I always think of it similarly, like, as being like the perfect sphere. Yeah, just being like when when all of a sudden you have you know, something you can roll and it just rolls perfectly. Right. Like that's, that is when, you know, fr- from, mm-hmm. from the vineyard to the last sip in your glass. Yeah. yeah. That's always yeah. when I think about when you can and after it, you're like in after and you're just like, Oh God, this is the perfect. And you talk about it. Of, Wasn't of, that of a wine. killer yeah. bottle? I mean, and that's, yeah. and that is balance. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, ba- that's, that's balance. balance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, especially because this time of year is we're tasting fermenters. Right. And, and, if you follow the wine along, of course, it's sweet, it's sweet, it's sweet, it's sweet. And then all of a sudden it starts tasting like wine and you start evaluating like how is it, you know, sitting in your palate. And you're always kind of waiting for it to go all the way back. Totally. And 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 sometimes it doesn't happen when it's in the fermenter. It needs to come out of the barrels and it needs to do it in the barrel. But that's like if you don't start to go that way at that point, you never get back to it. It's like one of the hardest kind of things to wait for and and understand yeah so uh, well so, somebody's nailed it this year yeah <laughs> these these are beautiful well that's wines, a nice yeah. release sam yeah oh then so then the, the add-on is what we have here which is the 18 odalini homage okay. sort of a, a uh... so this is actually a lot like the 13 val rossi that you have in valley um but no grenache it's uh 80 it, I said 82 on the label. 82 misspelled Mavedra and 18. <laughs> I'm just owning how, it, John. How I'm is leaning it, in so I don't get spelled? like emails. Uh, <laughs> M-O-U-V-E-D-R-E. I think I lost an lost R. An, I lost an R somewhere. You lost an R. Yeah, it's Mavedra, and I just meant it. Mavedra. Like I said. It's new. So, Odellini, Paul Odellini, who actually passed away in 17, just before the fires, former CEO of Hewlett Packard, or... You know, Italian kid from from San Francisco, uh, vibed with my dad, and loved Rhone blends, but particularly Mavedra. Um, so we always wanted to once we had the Mavedra program at Rossi Ranch, 
back up and running to make a Mavedra-based wine. Got to do it in 2018 um, and and named it after after Paul. Um, so, like I said, I was making sure I spelled Odellini right and not the variety. But I don't think I've tasted that. I'm about to. That's delicious also. Grazie. It does have that, it does have that sort of like blacker. Um, yeah. Um, I know you were talking about striving for those kind of more uh, anise or anise yeah. um, um, with, with the Grenache, but this, you, you were saying this is primarily Mourvedre? Primarily Mourvedre. Um, and and I, I still get that kind of like dark black, like yeah. Um, herby. Yeah. Um, it's very herby. It's very, it has a little bit of meatiness to yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I th- a really nice. I think that's the Rossi Ranch m- more than almost anything else. Yeah. Um, that that those spice characteristics. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think of it often as like sort of uh, like a, like a Chinese five spice mm-hmm. or an all spice kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see it. You know, we in 2018 we also did, and this will be coming. This is like a way sort of later plug, but uh, we did. Petite Syrah and Zinfandel from the Rossi Ranch that are now sort of like small lots but regular parts of our our rotation Uh, and it doesn't matter the variety from from the red wines off of Rossi Ranch there is this spice note characteristic the sort of like spice box cedar box thing happening uh, happens in the Zin happens in the Petite it happens in the Syrah the Grenache The Mavedra. So, so yeah. Sam, we've you know talked about this a couple of times when we're out out at Rossi. There's that block across from where my Grenache is that has the red soil, the red dirt, yeah. the red dirt. And you know, you've talked about wanting to make some Mavedra and Grenache off the red dirt, and then the you know the lighter, more call it more volcanic right, soils. Like Have you gotten to get those sections yet? I haven't been able to do that yet. This, uh, hopefully. I mean, I can go out and move signs around. I know. I've, I thought it's about really it. really simple. You just go and take these little tags and hang on the end of the... Um, no, Sorry, that Phil, is, if you're listening. That is one of the dreams is to, like, break down the Rossi Ranch Grenaches or Rhones in general yeah. by by soil type. Because um, they're really different soils. It's, and, uh, it's un, unlike any property that we farm to have that sort of distinct yeah. change in the soil yeah. across, you know... A, Winter Creek, you know, just a little depression in the in the topography, yeah. and then you go from, you know, this ashy volcanic soil where you know with loads of all kinds of different rock, obsidian, you know, basalt, to iron, iron, iron red, clay, like red clay, red yeah. clay. I mean, it's still volcanic, but it's definitely sure, sure. definitely more clay. Definitely, you know, has some rock, but. Um, I mean, there were some piles of rock. Literally, like from here to John across the table. Yeah, that's yeah. like Alsace. You can go, you can stand right here, and you can get all like, not Kimmeridgeen, but look just like beautiful calcareous clay, and then step one foot to your right and get that sort of like iron rich, yeah. um, more red thing. You were saying, yeah. Bart. Oh, no, just that. Um, and, and it really is. I mean, they were working the soil. I don't know what they were doing. It looks like there were shovels underneath, uh, piles underneath the vines. Um, in, but the re- in the red, in the red, yeah. Prob- well, there's that whole section that got butted over a year or two ago, so probably fixing misses or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. maybe that was it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks. I want to really go up great. there sometime. Yeah, we're gonna get you out there. Yeah. Bring the dog. It's a good place for dogs. Yeah, I'm. I'm See way... if Roman can find the truffles in the ground. Oh, right. Roman yeah. What's going on with that? The there are a whole lot of inoculations I mean, going it can on. Only, right. Wait. It can only be male dogs, or it can only be female dogs. 
Oh, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's male dogs. Maybe that. Because one. because Chris, the guy, the guy, you know, lives out there full time, uh, runs the property. Wanted Curry to get into it, you know, and has, he has like the whole kit to teach your dog to yeah. be a truffle dog. So it is. It's but only think, male dogs. I don't think Curry's. You know, uh, there's a truffle dog in town. He's well, he's raising some too up there. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to happen. We have a, we have a friend that comes into Valley. Her name is Val, ironically Val Valley. Val um, Valley. Yeah, and she has a she has a truffle sniffer. Um, can't think of the breed, but her name is Rigatoni. Rigatoni. Rigatoni needs an Instagram account. Yeah. Um, th- that's the truffles and rigatoni. What mm-hmm. these these the American truffle folks are saying is that you know for the amount of properties that are you know trying to do this with the inoculated trees um and this whole like moisture con you know system um there isn't enough dogs there isn't enough dogs here to another shortage another shortage (laughs) another shortage (laughs) is that what's up at simon's also yes right there along the pond pond yeah Yeah. right more truffle dogs yeah we yeah. should have the Valley Truffle Dog t- yeah. team. I mean, it's such a you know it was a the dog it was like a dog party last night. Valley's a you know the coolest dog friendly restaurant very, around. Valley's very dog friendly. Yeah. We get that call that call a lot that asks if dog or dogs are welcome, and it's uh, it's like a dog park there most <laughs> most days, as long as you know guests are cool with it around them, which it's never been an issue. We have one who is a people dog and doesn't like other dogs. And one who's just yappy and a dog a dog. smart ass yeah. and, and he'll he loves everybody and every dog. But Bring him by. He he barks a lot, so you don't want him there. Not at all. Odalini Hamaj. Odalini Get Hamaj. some eighty percent eighty eighty two according to my uh, you know, I had eighty two eighteen instead of just eighty twenty, but fucking misspelled Mavedra on the back label. Like what the hell? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I taste that contango? Yes. So this is the other release. Um, 75% Syrah, 25% Mouved. That's um, funny. We had we just both busted out these uh, sort of like opposites of each other. And grown not, not far, far, from, from, not each far other, from each other as the, yeah. as the crow flies. Um, but Tanner, the story with this wine is, I'll let you read the back label. Our podcast listeners have heard the story enough. It's finally being released. Um, is that it spent 52 months in barrels. <laughs> That's a lot of months. And it took a lot of winemaking to, um, to get these here. back to back. And, and, and that's not really fair. It's just it took a lot of, you know, had to keep an eye on it. And there was just never a time and place to bottle it's it. It's inky. It never tasted right until... It was it named by podcast yeah. listeners too, wasn't it? Well, it was named by Terry, oh, right. but it was the podcast affirmed. listeners affirmed, affirmed yeah. some very, very prestigious podcast li- listeners. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare call them that. Okay. Actually, speaking of which, uh, Brett George is texting me. They're on their way into. This is into, nice, Bart. Into town. This is nice, very nice. Both of these are beautiful, and you're right. Are barking still? Pretty much the opposite of each other, aren't they? Roman. Seventy-five, they really twenty-five. 80, 20. 52 months. Yeah. Is that the longest on record? It's the longest for me. That's a lot of years. Yeah, well, it was, you know, yeah, the story's been told. (laughs) Go back to episode something or other. (laughs) Um, And maybe talked about it, like the, and you can find those online, the virtuals, one of the virtuals. Right. Maybe virtual number two. Two. Um, like we did we did at the beginning of um 
It is curry on the loose. We did, um, at the beginning of COVID, we did three large uh, virtual tasting with podcast listeners. Cool. Um, oh, yeah. You I know, 16600 wines and, and Bart wines uh, and Dane Seller's wines. Um, 50 to 60 people yeah. on board. Yeah. So there was. Out of time. Yeah. It was a fun time. We should probably do that again. Yeah. We really should. Maybe we should do like a holiday edition or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, let's see. What else is going on in the valley? Here, see how I did that? Oh. The, not not at the not, valley, not but at in valley, the but valley. In valley. You know, last night was the last farmer's market. That ought to make oh, uh, it was. Tuesday yeah. nights uh, busier for the restaurants, right? Or not? Yeah. yeah. I don't really know. We, we're, you know, we're not open on Tuesdays, but yeah, I forgot that was the last yeah. one. I meant to go, and I, well, I didn't. Yeah, you had a party together. Previous engagement. I did. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. There's a no comment. No comment. No, it was, it's a good it thing was, this was a podcast and not a video or a TV show, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, come on. I, yeah, you, look right. the, you look the you same. Look, okay. <laughs> as, as, as when Sam left last night. Yeah. yeah. No, I think everybody's in a good place today. Um, you can tell by the timbre of my voice. <laughs> I figured because that's podcast what he, voice. you were singing last night. Yes, I was, I'm sure, at some point. <clears throat> that means it was a good party. It was. It was, a, it was a wonderful gathering. Of, it really was. Yeah. The Aviles, um, uh, a family who work at Valley. Is that, uh, that Omar? Uh-huh. Omar, yeah. Omar and Alejandra and, and, and their kids there, an incredible family. Um, they uh, and, and Jenny, um, Alejandra's sister, they uh, made the food, which uh, uh, they also prep and make food at Valley as well. Um, it's We're so blessed to have such an incredible family working with us. But they made the food. <clears throat> they made the food last night, and it was it was, it was off the hook. It was so yeah, good. it was really good. Those, to, I mean, the, they made the tortillas literally on the and the carnitas. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was nice. It was off the hook. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Fun time was had by all, man. These wines are beautiful today, guys. New fall Cheers. releases. Cheers. New fall Cheers releases. To these Gotta wines. give it. Yeah. So Check good. your so, inboxes. So good. Yeah. Check your inbox. <laughs> or or well, maybe in the next yeah, couple days. Say, remember, Stan, we're not... Uh, Sometime in the next... <laughs> we're not a week ahead. <laughs> and if you see a roll of label printing paper somewhere on, you know... Shoot it to Interstate me. 70, let me know. <laughs> I-70? I don't know. I just threw something out there. That's, somewhere that's, in the Midwest, right? Yeah, that's Kansas, yeah, baby. That's, I, it goes like this. <laughs> Nailed it. Are you from Kansas? I am from Kansas. Where? I'm from a... I'm raised on a... Basically, a farm in central Kansas, outside of Salina, which is right on I seventy, right at the. Oh right yeah, at the, been, the, been many farming. many times, man. Well, so in its day, in its day, um, I mean, I I grew up in a farm town called Minneapolis. It was about fifteen, eighteen hundred people, but my dad has a farm. Um, no, no livestock or anything like that. Just wheat. Yeah, and, and yeah, um, some huge some combines, veggies, big combines. Yeah. Um, but my dad's retired now, and he has other people farm his farm right. his uh, his crop. And there's still there's still still wheat. Yeah, there it is. Uh, he's got about 300 acres or so. Yeah. Um, not all not all just um, with wheat. I mean, he's got some some trees and a creek and some ponds. But um, right. But the farming crick. is all a creek. Yeah, you heard me. It's Stemple um, creek. Uh, but yes, yes. But. Uh, uh, we we doesn't get what it used to. That's no, for, that's for darn sure. No. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, lot of bushels good, on good 300 living. acres. That's man. true. Uh, yeah, good, it's I mean, good. all of Kansas is wheat. Nebraska, yeah, all pe- that. Pe- yeah. People yeah. always associate Kansas with corn, but it's it's That's primarily Iowa, corn, corn in western Kansas, definitely. But it's uh, central and eastern Kansas is definitely a lot of wheat. Soybeans. Soy, uh huh, definitely a lot of soy. You start to see corn more in western Kansas, and then and then northern, like far northern into Nebraska. Corn huskers. A, a lot of Monsanto hats, I imagine. Oh God. A lot, know, of, a lot of you, chemical you, company you'd, hacks. You'd be, you'd be surprised. I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, farmers in my dad's circle, and my dad um, included, and, and he he is at his, at his at his core a farmer, but you know he doesn't really do it anymore. Right. Um, sure. He grew up on a wheat. You know. Your dad's been here. He's been to the tasting room. Right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, long story short. Th- there, there, there's a lot of pushback. Is there? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know, Tanner, I only say it. I only say it because there's. It doesn't appear to be that way in the world, right? You know. It, exactly. So it's great to hear that. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, the history out there, it's honest. I mean, uh, they've been using it for a long time. Yeah. And, I mean, and there should be pushback. It's just that they've had the, the attorneys that would trash people's lives completely if right. they found even if you weren't subscribing to their program and you got inoculated with it mm-hmm. they'd sue you oh yeah it yeah. was really nasty oh, yeah. they were they were bad guys it's you know i i wonder sam do you know this you know didn't we just a few months ago see an article about how roundup was being or or glyphosate was take being taken off the shelves in california in california what is what does that mean for grape growers are they going to use just a different brand is what i mean or is it just the or is like it just commercial commercial is it glycif- Re- you know, like consumer uh, i think i glyphosate. i think i Glyph- pronounced glyphosate. it right. Glyphosate. Yeah, glyphosate i think you said it right no. um, yeah i don't know i i, I probably well, they like, took it I probably off because retweeted of the... with a like hooray emoji or something and didn't didn't like question like what does that really what does that really mean? they mean? weren't taking it off because they're being good guys it's the liability oh i understand just that but i guess what i'm wondering is there's there's thousands of acres that rely on that first spray in february 15th when the first weeds are coming out and is that going to be available or are farmers in general going to have to find something different everybody's got a fucking pallet full of you know 50 gallon drums in a warehouse in a barn somewhere right. don't they right i mean personally for me back to the, like the, this is just i'm just using the, this as an example like kansas for example you know i you don't see or he, hear about or feel that that sort of culture yeah. like you like you, like i did growing up in right. the 90s or 80s yeah it's 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 yeah. definitely <laughs> weeding itself out yeah if, if you will cool um <laughs> so that's awesome that's awesome all right uh well if ryan were here i'd Any be asking him yeah for shout outs man shout out to brian who's in the middle of uh end, end of the third quarter uh, inventory <laughs> yeah. uh, deep in the deep uh, in the bowels of of the Fairmont, Sonoma, well, Fairmont maybe I mean, he's going to find more to sell over at Benchmark. They've they've been no, he's sold through everything. He's, ah. I mean, he's hopefully hopefully when he's done with his inventory, is a buying. big order coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know they've been really busy and um and shout out to him because I know he's been he's he he's been crazy yeah. busy. Yeah, um, we actually haven't seen Brian in weeks. Hopefully, yeah. Brian, if you hear this, let us know. We love you're okay. you, brother. Yeah, <laughs> we love you. So, All right. Go Giants. Go Giants. Hey, yeah. Last week's football game was just astonishing. I loved it. Watching the, the 49ers. Niners Packers. Yeah. I mean. Most watched Sunday night football game in like 10 years. And I, you know, growing up in Chicago, 
we've got this 100-year history with the Packers and the Bears, and the Bears just totally sucked. They got beat, what, 26-6 that day? And, you know, we really, I mean, the team looked really good. I mean, uh, yeah, it came down in the last 20 seconds, but a lot to do. And, you know, I, I want to see a good game. And it was. I was very happy. And, you know, I mean, coming from, you know, having the White Sox and the Cubs, I'm very happy that the, the uh, Giants are doing what they're doing. It's, it's great. Go Royals. <laughs> you have your own opinions. All cool, man. What can you say? All right. We out of here? Thanks, yeah. yeah. Look, look for those emails. Thanks for the invite. Thanks Absolutely. For by. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. And we've Go got – yeah. Bick's coming out. We got Brett Next George week, on right? his way. George Brett? George Brett, yes. <laughs> Brett, don't call Brett, me George. Brett, don't call me George. George Brett, Brett George. Um, and Bixby, Bixby Mania is, yeah. is this weekend. On the, yeah. on the second, right? Yeah. All right. See you guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.